Welcome once again to Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to pop culture and media your girl will drag you to. This is Alex. And I am Matt. Welcome to the show. Today we are going to be covering and recapping The Bachelor, The Hometowns. 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 That's right. Oh yeah, can't wait. Lots of drama, lots oh, of action. Gosh, yeah, it's just... I don't know. This is the part in time of the season where it's, people are supposed to distance themselves, and I just this whole episode just frustrates me. But we're drinking something special tonight. Yeah, what are we drinking? We're drinking uh, a bottle of red wine from Des Moines, Iowa. It's oh. called Foot Wine. Actually, it's called Peter and Ke- uh, Peter and Kelsey. Uh, Peter and Kelsey yeah, Foot Wine. Absolutely, they stomped it with their own feet, and now I have athlete's throat. So they should have worn tenactin before they started stomping that shit. It's tough acting. Yeah, tough acting. Well, actually, I'm just so actually, what we are actually <laughs> drinking is a uh, Breckenridge Brewery Nitro Chocolate Orange Stout. Um, it's you know, Alex and I were talking about how or- chocolate oranges were one of our favorite treats when we were kids. So we're gonna try the beer version of it. A smooth cascading stout brewed with orange zest and cacao. Six percent ABV. Did you hear that cacao? I mean, these are tall boys. They're tall boys. So cheers, buddy. Cheers. Nitro hit us fast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's give it Did a just try. double clink? Mm-hmm. Uh, they tried. Yeah. Good thing there's six percent. It's okay. There. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, this episode starts off with Peter with his, his with his hand cam. He's like, "Hometowns, baby." I, <laughs> I definitely see my wife between one of these four girls. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, let's go and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I. They first on the docket, Hannah Ann. Yeah, go to Knoxville, Tennessee, which proves again to me to be an absolute nothing of a date. Her yeah. dates are extremely boring, and I don't know if that's a really good sign, or well, if it's a bad sign. I don't know if she's showing her age though, but she walked up to him and literally quotes Mulan. I'm gonna make a real man out of you, <laughs> and because my dad likes wood, so we're gonna go which, axe throwing. They go axe throwing of all yeah. things. Yeah. I yeah, she's gonna make a man out of Peter. And it's really important for her to show her dad that he is tough. So she has him throw an axe. Yes. It makes perfect sense to me. Obviously, they <laughs> suck at it. There's actually, when he met his dad, do you notice how he's bragging how he split the wood on his on his first try? Yeah. It, it you know, yay you. Yeah. That's so good, Peter. <laughs> I don't know. I think her dad's reaction was the best when he was just kind of like, so she brought Peter. I guess that's new and exciting, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love the fact that like in all the little cut scenes and they have them sitting down together dad can't like he cannot keep the fact that there's a camera in his face the entire time I mean, he's looking around at the camera like okay so this is happening God. <laughs> he was not feeling it I was really distracted by the fact that Peter changed into a flannel to throw axes and he also made it a deep V yeah he, like, he unbuttoned it to like the third button from the top just I'm so sure that could- was his stylist or whatever oh no i'm sure i mean we saw his camo jacket earlier the season when he was just a floating head um, yeah <laughs> and his and gorilla jacket when he was in costa rica oh right <laughs> or peru no peru peru i, I forgot about yeah that. um he wrote her a little note that was almost worse than the one that she wrote her uh i was a little taken aback by the fact that hannah ann has a name for each of her dresses yeah i actually wasn't even bring that up this one's strappy <laughs> Because it has straps. And this one's buckles. Because it has buckles. <laughs> this one's lacy. Well, 
That's for after the party. <laughs> this one's moo moo because it's made of leather. <laughs> this is for Sunday mornings. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can I just say too that in every one of these dates, just we probably want to address it at any other point, he will basically address the families in the same way he's been addressing the girls all the time. How's it going, guys? Hey, ladies. Which, hey, ladies. <laughs> Or yeah. like he, he walked in the door and he's almost like he's thinking everyone's excited to see him. He has like this big goofy ass grin on his face, like eh, yeah. And again, how's it going, guys? Yeah. And hey, like ladies. that's where I love Hannah's dad. She, he's just like he isn't having it. No, <laughs> he's a normal human being, which is new and exciting, I guess. <laughs> I guess, um, which is a great way to probably encapsulate this whole season. I was really thrown <laughs> off by Hannah Ann's family too, because do, do you think they normally have that many lit candles in their house, or do you think that was just producers <laughs> putting candles in the background? No. Every time they went to the one-on-one conversation with the dad, there was like thirty lit candles behind him. I was always I was. <laughs> That's just how that. he sets the mood. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, her sister's really cute. We'll, we'll give her that. And then they go in the room and she's like, Does, do you think he loves you? And she's like, I don't know. And she, But he wrote me this letter with 20 reasons. She said, if someone writes you 20 reasons why they love you, they love you. Yeah. And I'm like, where's the Dude. where's the floor for that? <laughs> Is it like eight? If a guy yeah. writes a note with eight things that he likes about you? At that point, there's probably a lot of letters you should just start writing and shotgunning to women across the country. I, <laughs> Play I, the numbers game. <laughs> seriously. Here's a list of 20 things. You have toenails. I like that you have eyebrows. I mean, that's yeah. literally what his list consisted of. Well, um, and I, I like the editing, I think, too, because while they're having that conversation, they cut to the dad and he says, the biggest question on my mind is just how he feels about Hannah. Okay. <laughs> and then and then Peter goes to him, I know exactly how I feel about her. Again, platitude. Doesn't say anything. So what does he say? He says, uh, what I can tell you is that there's something real here. Again, saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> I found out that she's not a ghost and she's real. And our relationship is, is in fact real because she's 25%, not a ghost. 25% I am all in. And he's like, he's also like, I'm falling in love with her and I'm not going to tell her tell yet. And he said, uh, and that's like, uh, do me a flavor and don't say that until you truly mean it. And so Peter's like, I hear your advice, old man, but fuck you. Because literally the next <laughs> he conversation he has with Hannah he tells her that he loves her and then she starts crying and they start kissing and she looks like the worst kisser. Like, I, I, I don't know. And she's a terrible crier too, by the way. But. Prove me wrong, Hannah. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't... I, I Jump on the show, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I don't know. It was one of those things that it was fine enough. You know, their relationship almost seems forced, but I feel like she's so young. And even though her and Madison are the same age, I just don't see him on the same level. Well, I think and part of it's because, her. no, I think part of it's because she is so comfortable in front of the cameras mm-hmm. that so much of it just kind of doesn't come off as genuine. I don't mean that in a bad way per se, just that, she's very comfortable in front of a camera and so you're watching how she's reacting with peter and ta- conversing with peter i don't know just and it feels very not not like sitcom or like 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 uh like soap opera but almost just like commercial yeah it seems very commercial. like they're hit, they're checking boxes that yeah uh you know we're supposed to believe it because all of a sudden he says he's love he's falling in love with her and the family likes him and the sister cries and he can chop wood with one hand so he can provide for the family. Yeah. You know, he has a flannel shirt so he's, you know, I thought it was funny when the sister was like, if you really want to impress my dad, you name the trees in the backyard. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah. But um <laughs> anyway, they kiss, she drives he drives away and 
here's what I think. Next they go to Kelsey and Kelsey in Des Moines, Iowa. I've been after Chris Soul season. The producers of Bachelor like we're never coming back to Des Moines. But literally, they stayed at the same hotel. They had the same. Did they? They had the same recycled shots from from Peter from his season. Really? Yeah. I, did, I was not paying attention to that, but so that's something you would pick up on. So the production value wasn't very great. Interesting. Um, you know, Peter <laughs> probably because they spent less days doing production there because <laughs> they, they, probably, they wanted to get the hell out of Des Moines. Get, that's that's enough for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, Peter walks up to her with his eight mile beanie and his Carhartt jacket. He looked like he was a out of work rapper a little yeah. bit. And um, you know, Kelsey is confusing as hell. She's like, in Peru, I told him I was falling in love with him, and now I want to tell him that I really like him. I'm like, <laughs> is that regression? <laughs> <laughs> she, she actually goes from falling in love to now I like you. <laughs> really uh, like? Fall, like we talk I about can't wait to tell him that he's one of my best friends. Wait, <laughs> hold on, man. We're going the wrong direction here. He's my best friend after Susie, of course. <laughs> um, uh, and then they decide to uh, make wine by yep. stomping on. They it. make their own blend. Yeah, by stomping like you on said athletes throw. Athletes throw. Yeah, <laughs> tough actin to actin. Um, this episode brought you, to you by tough actin to actin. Um, which can I just say? She has been fighting this whole season. Claims that she's a wino or a drunk. And what does she do when she brings him to Des Moines? Let's, but to a vineyard. Let's drink. I wonder what Ben Flanick, the actual <laughs> winemaking bachelor, has been thinking of watching them just stomp the grapes and then going in the back room. He's like, "You amateurs! Like, get out! Get out of here!" Um, but you notice when he picked her up and kissed her when they were stomping on the grapes, she looked like a legitimate succubus, like sucking the life out of him when she was like, she kept he kept picking her up. And yes, she was he loves the straddling. He loves the loves straddle. It. I mean, he must have really strong lats or something because I mean, he picks up every girl that he goes, you know, on a date with. Um, I'd actually be interested to see kind of one of the girls describe actually how much and how long he can hold their weight. <laughs> Not that I'm saying they're heavy. I'm saying like I just I don't see him as a guy that hits the gym very often. Oh no, he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you saw him throw axes, and I know that's a skill, but at the same time, yeah, I don't know. Those axes that he missed weren't bouncing back with much force. They were looking. <laughs> they're kind like, of falling flat. They were looking like a Nerf gun that yeah. bounced off a wall <laughs> and a sticker didn't stick. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so then they had crab rangoo, which didn't fit the meal that they prepared, but it was Kelsey's favorite, and he acted like he's never had it before. Are those which just wontons? You grow, yeah. It's it's like cream cheese and crab. Oh, and they're wrapped in like a, a dough, and they're deep fried. And then you dip them in that that red sauce, the either sweet or the spite, the hot and sour. Who hasn't had that before? Which all right, he's in Southern California. How do you not like you're literally living under a freaking rock in LA if you haven't had like if you haven't gone to a Thai place to try it or a Chinese place or to pick try up it sticks. or <laughs> pick up sticks for all places? Uh, oh yeah, I, I don't understand when you're like, oh, this is the thing you've been telling me about. What? Yeah. How does somebody from Des Moines show you that she is more cultured than you living in Southern California, and I a hotbed of I different ethnicities? Cram Rangoo in Iowa is divine. Oh, it's. Five stars. Five stars, I'm sure. It's utterly fantastic. I'm sure it'd make my Chinese mother-in-law if it's just not, beam with pride. Absolutely. She already has that for you, as it is now. She loves me. Yes, she does. Um, speaking of mothers, Kelsey's mom certainly has a high opinion of herself. When she sits down with Peter, the first thing she says is, I'm a pretty good reader of people. Yep. It's like, uh, okay, patting yourself on the back there, Kelsey's mom. Uh <laughs> 
And then she led this weird, weird soliloquy almost. I mean, monologue of why Peter shouldn't break his daughter's heart. Yeah. And she gave a very stern, do you understand? You wonder where Kelsey gets her tenderness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ear of corn doesn't fall far from the stalk, if you know what I'm saying. That's what they say in Iowa. Um, the husk have, doesn't fall far from, fall from the corn? Yeah, we don't have any listeners in Iowa yet, so we can still rip on it. <laughs> yeah. We, we can't make fun of Cleveland anymore. Shout out to Cleveland! Yeah, yeah we got Ohio's Ohio. on the board, baby! Also, big shout out to Kansas, too. We see you. Um, I, I, I will have to say, one of the things I love in this episode is when Kelsey talks to her sister. Oh. And her sister... Well, when they're having this conversation, the quote that I had, what was it? It was, um, it's been a lot. She says, it's been a lot. We've had to deal with a lot of stuff and had to overcome a lot of stuff. She just lot like three times in a one broken sentence. I was just like, I can't. I can't even. I, this is what the editors pick out. You know, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say you should know. I would like to assume and it'll help me sleep at night to assume that there is more intelligent conversation taking place. No, that that has to be the best of the best. I <laughs> that's, mean, that's what I'm worried about, though, on the, the cream, flip side. Creamed corn of the crop. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I, I know that was weird, too. And then she didn't say, like, hey, I was being a total B, you know, with this whole. I, you know, we went through a lot of stuff. I was a bee with the champagne. Someone drank my champagne, and I, I cried about it for three weeks. Then I got super drunk in, in, in Costa Rica, and then I snitched on all the girls, and you know there was a lot of yelling going on. Like We went through some stuff, and well, over the stuff that we came, we now have new stuff, which is, which is stuffy. It's stuffy. But new. But stuffy. But exciting. <laughs> but nervous. Oh, that's Victoria. I forgot. That's coming up later. <laughs> nervous, but excited. Um, I had a feeling that she wasn't going to get the rose, but I'm jumping ahead. Jumping Come in. on, man. We still have like 30 more minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoops. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I will say that when uh, when mom was describing or talking to Peter, she she said something that kind of threw me off. She says that you entered easily. Like when she's like talking about Walking when he in came the, in, like what you're talking about. Really well. <laughs> you entered easily. Like, you thought he'd struggle with a doorknob. Thank you. <laughs> And I like, what is that supposed uh, to I mean? I don't know what to do with these flowers. <laughs> you can take them. <sighs> uh, um, so that was the end of Iowa. I was glad to get out of Iowa. Again, another nothing burger of a, of a date. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what would you do if you brought your wife to your hometown for the first time? Well, coming from Orange County, there's a lot to do. Like, that's the I, maybe that's the difference, right? Yeah. I mean, I just feel like. There's got to be something more in Knoxville than axe throwing. There's got to be something more in, in Iowa and Des Moines. I mean, I got friends that live in Des Moines. They're like, I'm sure there's. Why aren't they stuff. listening to the show? We need the Iowa numbers up. Let's go Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, I guess that's all you can really do. I thought Madison's date was pretty cool. Madison's was the best one of the yeah. of the whole episode. She had stuff it. for them to do. I think that, that was the difference. Yeah, and, I, and she had the university. Hookup. She got Charles Barkley involved. You, I, she got the university hookup, and they were all on board to be like, "Oh, a free commercial with our campus? Absolutely, come in and, and film." Yeah, and I, I always laugh when you know, like, whenever Peter like sees the girls for the first time, he's like, "We're in we're in Auburn." It's, yeah, it's like no shit. Duh, <laughs> we're in Virginia Beach. He's literally standing in front of the entrance to the school. Where there's a giant Auburn sign in front and behind him. We're yeah. in Auburn. We're in Auburn right now. And I like how the jerseys had. S- I flew here. The SEC blocked out. It says SC. the E was blocked out. Yeah, it was SC, and then, and then they blocked the Nike stuff. Yeah, um, you know, 
And then they, you know, they kind of had some dribbling going, some drills. Dude, she, like, Madison's full disclosure, you guys have known this from day one. She's been my number one golden girl in my fantasy league this whole time for the mm-hmm. league. But, dude, she can ball. She could. She can ball. You know, Peter couldn't. I think they, I think they edited all of his shots that he made. By the way, wait, but they showed a couple. They showed a couple, and he made them. I'm thinking they edited them because when he was on that little one-on-one with uh, Victoria F, when they ran into Chase Rice and they played that basketball, he was throwing bricks. Yeah, the entire time. That is true. That is, they, they probably cut out <laughs> a lot was of material. Terrible. And, and tell me, am I a dick? Because there was a time yes. period. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. That settles that. But yeah, it was a question. No, there's a time when she drove to the basket and he had a clear opportunity to stuff the crap out of her on the layup. Like, I would totally have <laughs> pulled, swatted her. He pulled back. Her four rows up into the back seat. Just, I mean, just once. Make her father proud. Yeah, just, just, just one time. That's all it takes. One time. You can get, you can let her score the playups. But one time, you just got to make sure you send that ball five rows deep into the crowd. And you also want to know that you're not actually taking it easy on her either, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, you're like, no, I'm still playing. Like, <laughs> Come on. Yeah, and then he made this garbage time point, and he was still down two shots, and all of a sudden he was celebrating like he won when yeah. the time ran up. But um, then they make out a midcourt, which is odd. They were taking all their cues from a jumbotron in terms of like kissing or. <laughs> I would have loved. I would have loved been that guy on the computer. Now smack her butt. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he's, he's like looking, he's looking from the booth, kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Sniff her a little. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, then they go back to her house and meet her family. Yep. Um, there's Chad Dad, which you know all the memes right now is how like bros are named Chad. Do you think yes. that Chad was or Kyle a, or Kyle with a, with, a, with a monster energy drink? Do you, think, do you think Chad was like transported in the future and all of a sudden he's Madison's dad? He's just this is how Chads get punished with beautiful daughters that go on game shows for love. Yep. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> So, I was just thinking about Chad Dad. B- before, before he converted to Christianity. Or, yeah. maybe, or maybe he just got serious about was, it. Who knows, right? Chad had his kombucha in college and then just a little too <laughs> much, enlightenment. A little too much uh, flip cup. Then he had some kombucha and now all of a sudden he's enlightened. Um, then they had a special plate where everyone gave Madison compliments. Yeah. Um, Which I think is actually kind of a cool concept, especially with like that many. It was, it was, she's one of three, right? Yeah, but every, she's got a brother and meal? sister. Every meal. I, I, I used to. Be- I am not going to knock strong family values of actually eating dinner at the dinner table because okay. that doesn't happen anymore. I feel like, no, but I I get it. Every night can be a little bit. All right, who's who is it today? It's Tuesday. That's uh, that's Chad. I'm going <laughs> to piggyback pops. on what I said last week, Dad. Chad, I like your hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> cool hair, bro. Still um, maintain. He's maintained. That hair is fire, bro. Um. Then uh, they break off to go talk. I got a little, a little bit of my OCD spiking when she climbed on the bed with her shoes on. I'm like, what is <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Madison's a sociopath. Get yep. out of there. Um, yep. Uh, but I'd be uh, lying if I didn't say there wasn't a part of my my butthole and tightened up when I saw that. I was like, oh come on. When she got her shoes on the mattress. <laughs> what, did, what did she do? Take your shoes off. That's where they sleep. Come on. Um, the you know, bed is not for walking on. <laughs> like that's me as a dad in like three years. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, no. So that that kind of threw me. I'm now off the Madison train. Sorry. Really? Just no. for the shoe thing? No. I was like, everything I love about her. Except well, for, for full disclosure, Hannah Ann is my golden girl. So, um, Okay. She's my know, number two. I'll give Peter credit. She's the his, shit. The shit. <laughs> uh, in my, in uh, Peter's defense, he didn't lie at all when he talked to his da- her dad, which I thought was good. Um, just in terms of asking the intentions. and Yeah. 
Um, and honestly, I feel like his dad's reaction was actually pretty legit. Yeah. If like, he's like, look, I'm not going to say it's not love or anything. Like, he goes, I just, this something like this still just needs time. Like, and so I actually thought it was really cool for him because he totally could have gone the full like hardcore, like he didn't let him off easy. He was asking him serious questions. Oh yeah. But he also wasn't just throwing this away as like a, it's a show. He's, you know, he's not necessarily serious about her. He's like, look, it could be something right now. It's still too, too young to tell. I'm not going to hate you though for it. He kind of brought Peter back to reality a little bit, the harsh reality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they make out, he tells her again that he loves her. Yes. And um, she's got that twinkle in her eye. That shows a little bit of she concern. Starts freaking out. Yep. Uh, you know, she hasn't told him that she's a virgin and she's saving herself. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't know if that's. I a don't have a problem killer. with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, apparently on this uh, show, it's like the like the Scarlet Letter. Well, I guess Peter's, I don't Peter's know. Peter's super sexual. I mean, four times in a windmill. Yeah, but um, well, that's what we heard. So she's freaking out. She's starting to get in her head a little bit. We might see a self destruction from her. Yeah, uh, from the the sneak peeks of the next episode doesn't look promising. But then we get to the uh, you know those were all preliminary fights. Then we get to the heavyweight battle with uh, victoria he flies out to virginia yes. beach she's excited and not nervous this time yeah did you notice that <laughs> just excited just excited she wasn't nervous um and she was finally ready to show him that she was ready to have a date without drama without drama oh my god just gosh. hang out and have a good time and then she let her dog eat her ice cream like a sociopath <laughs> yeah oh, gosh and also like laughed as the dog almost drowned itself by chasing that one guy out of the water <laughs> She's like, oh, he's so silly. He's like, his head is under the wave right now, and there's definitely an undertow. Also, ma'am, control your dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's that one guy in the water was like, he stuck his hands up. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, I, I never understand people with dogs, how they like their dog run. They let their dog sniff people. It's, 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 oh, he's playful. Yeah, but people don't like it. Control your dog. Or I don't know. People don't know that he is. Hold on to A your dog sprinting you full speed. Damn, I mean, hold on to the damn leash. Um, you know, then well, there's nothing that suggests that she's in control of anything. <laughs> so why what? should why should her dog be right? That's true. <laughs> well, I thought to myself actually when I saw that scene, I was like, "Well, her dog likes her." <laughs> <laughs> All hope is not lost. And then I was like, "Well, dogs are good judges of character," but at the same time, she feeds it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's feeding Peter just enough sexuality to um, keep her yeah. around. Um, then she said she had one more surprise. Uh, and they turn the corner at her favorite local bar, and who's there but her ex-boyfriend, yeah, Hunter, Hunter Hayes. Hayes. I wonder how she got a connection for that. Yeah, hmm. her also ex-boyfriend, Jay's Rice, is my guess. Yeah, yeah, I got a friend that can hook you up. So he sings a song from 2011. Uh, yes, crazy. I don't want easy. I want crazy, which was a running theme. <laughs> um, <laughs> And she ends up, or he ends up singing that song, and Victoria goes, "Are you sure?" <laughs> Which is like, and he goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Yeah, all right. You definitely asked for it because yeah. she definitely is." I think Hunter Hayes should do a, like a revision to that song after he gets married. He's like, "You don't actually. I don't want crazy. Yeah. I want easy." That maybe sold some songs, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Girl, I'm done need, living that way. You need to check yourself. Yeah. Um, so she said, "I'm getting married." Mrs. Weber points to a ring finger. And, you know, she does. She's so much. She's so much. And then while they were leaving, uh, Peter's ex-girlfriend came up to him and says, I got a secret, a secret, secret. 
Uh, <laughs> parts made in Japan. Secret, secret. I got a secret. <laughs> I'm a killjoy. <laughs> killjoy. Oh, sorry. For we digress. Those, for all those Styx fans out there. <laughs> Alex and I have been singing that all day, so we were trying to find a way to slip it in. Stuck in our head. Yeah. Um, she came up and said, yeah, she's a homewrecker. And what would you do in that situation? If a girl that you dated that you were amicable with came up and said that to you, who do you whose side do you take? Not side, but do you believe Well, her? step or, number one, I also don't just keep it to flipping platitudes like Peter does. Go, hold on. What? What's this mean? Yeah. What's this mean? Yeah. Like, when you say, like, he's broken up relationships, and from the from the waiver wires I'm, I'm, I've been reading and looking at, it's not just, like, relationships. It's marriages. Like, she is a homewrecker. Yeah. And so, again, which they don't allude to that. He doesn't seem to ask that on the show. But... I, if I'm dating a girl for only what two months, maybe, maybe at yeah. this point, definitely super serious red flags. Yeah, because well, part of it's also like, were you also in a relationship when these other things happened? Like, it doesn't it doesn't exclude the fact that whether or not she's in an actual relationship at the same time she's doing this too. Correct. Because and I feel like somebody that's willing to commit adultery, even if they're they are single that moment, doesn't. It, you know, doesn't exclude them again from actually doing it when they're in a relationship. Because yep. they obviously have no Qualm. reservations. They have no issues. Yeah, they have yeah. no no problem with the, with the sanctity of even just a one-on-one relationship. As the Spanish say, no bueno. No bueno. Um, but I, did Peter handle it wrong? I feel like if I was in his situation, I would have met her family first and then discussed it afterwards. I don't know if I'd lead... Uh, with it, but I know it was kind of dragging down his mood a little bit. Yeah, and and I mean, uh, I mean, here's I, the thing: if it's distracting enough, you can't go in and pretend like you can't go in and talk to somebody's family and be like, "But really, I need to figure out what the hell this is all about." Uh, but he's I, acting like he's shocked. I mean, it's not like she's demonstrated that she's a terrible person. No, I, I don't. I don't think he did it. I don't think he was wrong in actually addressing it beforehand, and I don't necessarily think that he was wrong in the way that he addressed it. No, she flipped his words big time. But she, to be fair, he was very, he's very forthcoming to say, Hey, I heard this. I, I, she, I just want to like, what's going on? Like, what's this about? Like, why would somebody say this about you? It, it was just such a narcissistic, uh, playbook argument of someone that's a narcissist, you know, flip the blame on you. Excuse you. What? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I can't believe you're doing this. You, you're supposed to be my family. It immediately deflects. You're going to do. Yeah. And you're going to trust this girl over me. And he's like, I, also, there was the oh shit comment or oh shit face too when he said that he had met her or that she ran into him. Oh, she ran. She was like, uh, I know what's coming. Shit. She knew exactly what was coming. That Excuse same, you what? That same look that what's her name had, the uh, the other uh, pageant contestant had. You decided had. that what Marissa told you was more important than meeting my family. Look, all of a sudden it's Peter's fault. Well, and all of a sudden it's about meeting the family. No, he's literally a legitimate concern was brought up. And he wants to address it before they go in, so that way he can, she can just clear the air if that's a need be. He was awesome. He's like, "Do you fight for what you want?" And then she's like, <laughs> and "Runs away." She runs away. I can't. Even, I like literally can't right <laughs> now. I really can't. And he's like, you know, Peter immediately apologizes though, you know, and she's like, "I was going to tell you that I loved you," and it's like, "Okay, so you don't love me anymore because I confronted you about something that you did," and, you know. Why are you? So, or when he said, she's like, "Why are you running away? Why are you so willing to stay?" Oh, oh when she said that, yeah, I was like, when she said that, I was, as me as the bachelor, I'm like, you know what? 
You're you're right. Yeah. See ya. I'm contractually I'm obligated to keep you until the rose ceremony. Um, <laughs> Thanks, producers. You know, second time you got up and walked away. Uh, that's what, you know. And she's speaking in half sentence. Like when she was describing herself, she was speaking in half sentence. It's just so hard. It's supposed to be like. <laughs> I just don't understand how. <laughs> like she never finishes her words, yeah. and she's oh, you know. I thought it was a grown-up thing to do. You know, and then her family comes out. We're like, you always have us. You always have us. Oh, my gosh. She's crying. I was like, oh, my gosh. They're enablers. Yeah. But, um, you know, and then so she came to his hotel room the next morning. He's kind of like, I don't know. We have no communication skills. And she kept cutting him off, agreeing with him, which is another narcissistic thing thing to do. It's just like take. I know what you're saying because I already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Can we move forward? I agree. I'm sorry. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. You're right. You're so smart. You're right. I agree. You're right. You're right. Right. And then I'm going to get mad at you the next time. Let's push forward. Yep. Let's push forward because I don't want to talk about this right now because it exposes who I am. You know, and it's, and she, you know, for some reason I can't walk away with you. And then she gives him a parting gift of a happy memory of the, of the picture that they took at the old timey place. And then she cries. Which is, again, it's also so manipulative too. It's like, she she tells Peter, the ball's in your court. It's his damn season. Yeah. It's always been in his court. Last time I checked, you're the one who's supposed to be showing me that you're ready for this. Yeah. Like. I'm on this show as the bachelor because I'm ready for this. Yeah. So <laughs> ridiculous. You know, then they have the rose ceremony after that monstrosity. Oh, man. Everyone's good, nervous, but excited. Um, you know, Hannah had the girls on display. You know, apparently Victoria and Kelsey have the same stylist in their green outfits. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, all, all of them said hi to each other when they walked in except for when Victoria walked in and no one said hi to anyone. You know what? I didn't pick up on that. No one said hi to Victoria. Interesting. Peter walks in and says, hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Um, How's it uh, going, guys? Yeah, got to meet. I mean, it was weird because he's like, I got to meet all your families and it's like, no, you didn't. No. You didn't get to meet Victoria's family. Nope. But we got enough of Victoria's family in the end credits. They see Which, can you tell me something about how they look nothing like her? Oh, like, weird. did mom get together with the milkman? Because, like, you look at her versus the rest of that family and you go, how does she fit in here? I oh, don't, like, I literally don't see any. I mean, she could be adopted, could be, totally could be adopted. Yeah. And that's it, awesome for them if they do yeah. that. If she is blood related to those people, though, how? How did that happen? I don't, I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, uh, Kelsey goes home with a bad case of athlete's throat. And I wasn't disappointed in that, but at the same time, I was, it still was the wrong person. She was better. She's better than Victoria. Yes. Yes. Um, so she's the lesser of two evils in that and case. And the episode ends with Madison saying, Peter, stop. Can I talk to you for a minute? Stop. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. But I, the stop I have written down was from when he's like, we're taking this international again. And Victoria's like, stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop. It's S-T-A-H-P for those of you that are listening. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so... Uh, they're going international again. Where are they going? Do you remember? I don't remember. I was oh Australia. Oh yeah. It seems like a big expense. Where the ticket. toilets flush the other way. Whoa. Myth. Actually. You heard it here first. Um. <laughs> so that's how the uh, episode ends. So so stones. Time to give a stones rating at the end of every episode. We determine how many stones uh, this episode is. One, two stones. We each have two stones to give, naturally. Uh, naturally. If we liked it, we give it two stones. If it was an act of castration and watch the episode, uh, no stones. 
Uh, I'll go first. I'll give it two stones. I actually enjoyed this episode. I mean, I was frustrated with the decisions that were made, but overall, I thought the I kind of like it. It's not a lot of people. It's kind of streamlined with who you're focusing on. Um, I liked Hunter Hayes more than I realized because uh, I was singing a song when he came on the TV. Um, <laughs> you know, you like to sing along. I don't want good in. I don't want good enough. <laughs> Uh, all those so, all those Disney sing-alongs you loved so much as a kid uh, coming yeah. back all Alex made me watch High School Musical 2 when I drove up to his house today I have a lot of things to say about that <laughs> yes I th- which I still think we should do like a live stream snap story something but Gosh, I even pull over you were so frustrated it was wonderful <laughs> anyways ready to grab alright so how many stones do you give it I, I'm gonna give it you're, you're right I'm gonna give it two it was frustrating for a lot of reasons but it's not as much drama because there's not as many girls. Yep. So that was nice. Madison's date was super cool and entertaining. Yep. Um, so they're, they're returning back to some things that made the show great and, and what it was. They, they, they were skirting a thin line here on, on whether or not I wanted to keep watching this series. Yeah. I'm still, but, not, I'm still not sold, but I'm, I'm now I'm intrigued to figure out what happens at the end. Yes. That's the thing is, is a lot of it. Everything's starting to culminate to this final moment. So, What's going to happen? We'll find out in Australia, obviously. Four stones for the four home towns. Towns. <laughs> Choose your words carefully. The beer, the beer is sloshing <laughs> my brain a little bit. Um, so be sure to follow us on Twitter at RO Stones Guys and on Instagram at RO Stones Guys. And we're going to have a little contest here, Alex. Um, what is it? It's for our listeners here. Um, All we, 12. <laughs> well, <laughs> we are more than that. Um, I know. We uh, So what we're going to do here, if you enjoy the show and you share it with a friend, take a screenshot of it and tag us on Twitter or Instagram with a screenshot to enter into the contest. The contest will be whoever shares the most will be drawn out of a hat. You know, every time you share it and post a picture, it's an entry and you'll be welcome to be a uh, can join us for the after the final rose show to add your commentary and be part of the podcast. So, um, at RO stones guys on Twitter at RO stones guys on Instagram. If you know us personally, you can text us your submissions. Um, but, uh, get the, uh, get the word of the podcast out here and we're looking forward to talking with someone here at the after the rose final ceremony. Yeah. Can't wait. So post submit. It's a numbers game. More times you do it. Subscribe, like share all those favorite things that you do. Um, Much love. We are done. Signing off. Have a good night. Fantasy Suites. Oh, is that next? That's next. Fantasy Suites. All right. Take it easy.